Hello, we welcome you to Spotlight on the Word. In today's podcast, we wish to introduce you to the best business opportunity ever. I made unsolicited diarrhea of business adverts from several dubious sources, it's easy for you to quickly put all juicy offers in one basket and rubbish any claim that looks too good to be true. Even so, kindly spare us a few minutes of your time to consider our incomparable offer. What makes this business unique, exciting, and worthwhile is its divine root and eternal returns. Without boring you with long talks, we will tell you the name of this business, its origin, job description, and the bumper remuneration attached. The name of this global business is Evangelism. It is ambassadorial, where you become a diplomat of a priesthood rank, accredited by God to represent Him on earth. In representing God, you are entrusted with a message. And this is the message. When man sinned, God wrote his salvation plan by sacrificing his beloved son Jesus Christ in our stead. Through this, Christ paid the ultimate price of our redemption to rescue us from death, which is the sure wages for our sin. In Romans chapter 6, verse 23, Paul said, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. One can embrace this gift of redemption offered from Christ when he believes, repents, confesses, is baptized, has fellowship with God's children, and walk in newness of life. So kindly find time to read these steps from Mark chapter 16 verse 16, Luke chapter 13 verse 3 and 5, Romans chapter 10 verse 9 and 10, Acts chapter 2 verse 38, Acts chapter 2 verse 47, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25, and Romans chapter 6 verse 3 and 4. But let's read a couple of them. In Mark chapter 16 verse 15 and 16, Jesus said to his disciples, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Then Peter reiterated this command given to them in Acts chapter 2 verse 38, when some of his Jewish audience who had believed in Christ asked what was required of them to be saved. In Acts chapter 2 verse 47, we also see that those who were baptized were added to Christ's church. Next, those who were added to the church held on to the apostles' doctrine, which was their guide to walk in newness of life. So in Romans chapter 6 verse 3 and 4, Paul told the Romans, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life.
the underlying steps to salvation are what God is enlisting all those who have been saved to enroll in this business to help spread the good news message to the lost. Yes, this is the ministry of reconciliation for which he has made us ambassadors. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19 and 20. Meanwhile, for one to effectively do this work, he will need some tools. Among other things, he would have to first pay close attention to his life. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16, Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. So, the ambassadors of God would have to work just as Christ did in all circumstances. This can be achieved when he studies God's word thoroughly to imbibe the spirits and principles of Christ's character. That's what the ambassador is supposed to do. This should be prayerfully done with a humble disposition to allow God's spirit in him to bear fruit. Secondly, the ambassador of Christ would have to pay close attention to the doctrine of Christ. Yes, as we read from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16, he has to present the gospel message and other essential teachings unadulterated. To do this, he needs to have the desire to proclaim nothing but God's truth. Apart from a sincere heart to rightly speak what God has said, he would have to pray, be open-minded, and have a teachable spirit. Thirdly, one would have to love God and have compassion for the lost souls to the extent that he is moved to announce the gospel message to them. When this love is strong, obstacles and persecution will be overcome. Last but not least, one would need to ask God for wisdom to know what, when, where, and who to preach. God has assured all those who ask him for wisdom that he will graciously give it to them. James chapter 1 verse 5 and 6. Beloved, the truth is that this business venture isn't all roses. But you know, nothing good comes cheap. You will encounter many challenges, but none that will be too much for you to bear. A soothing reminder for all who partake in this task is the unfailing promise of Christ in Matthew chapter 28 verse 20. Therein he said, And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Apart from the comfort Christ has given us, the reward for venturing into this business is mind-blowing. No wonder the wise man said, He who saves a soul is wise. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30 You see, evangelism is an act whose harvest causes heaven to rejoice. Hence, its reward is special. Consider the reward. First, you will be blessed with a, with a deep sense of joy. This joy is experienced when you realize 
you have been obedient to God and when you see a sinner repent in fact the happiest person is the one who obeys God also just imagine how good it will feel when you notice that your decision to proclaim God's word changed someone's destiny from being a candidate of hell to a candidate of heaven what about the affection and gratitude you will see on their faces this feeling is indeed great secondly your soul is rejuvenated by the very words you preach that's the second reward for evangelism as you preach regularly you remind yourself of who you are and who you live and die for hence you are able to put your life in check under god's will what's more god takes care of other things in your life yeah i mean material things which people fight so hard for in matthew 6 33 jesus told his audience to seek first the kingdom of god and its righteousness and all other things shall be added to them so just taste and see that the lord is good last but not least and even the greatest one receives the ultimate reward of the crown of life when he evangelizes when paul was close to this reward he said with joy i have fought the good fight I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness. With the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. So, all those who join this business will enjoy this reward of crown of receiving the crown of life he said this in second timothy chapter 4 verse 7 to 8 beloved you can't afford to miss this business offer for anything why not grab this ambassadorial deal to harness the enviable reward of joy rejuvenation wealth and eternal life we are here to help you if you wish to join God bless you and thanks for joining us on Spotlight on the Word.